It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter, two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in, what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, bringing you Cheddar Talk here in Florida. Hey, John, what's going on, man? It's, uh, welcome to the abyss. <laughs> welcome to the Doc Rivers-induced abyss. So. Truth at this point, yes. Um, we'll first off mention, just so we can get out of the way, that we are on all the social medias. Uh, you can find us... Well, you find the, the show itself here at Scotty Johnny Pod, and that's where you would find us on X Twitter or Blue Sky or Mastodon at this point. Uh, but you can find me on X at Scott, or pardon me at Not So Humble Host. I am Scotty Johnny on Mastodon, and I am J E Barnett on Blue Sky. Aaron, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me at Cheddar Talk, John, at Cheddar Talk. I'm in danger of uh, hitting, getting up to a thousand followers at some point here <laughs> without, without any marketing beyond this, uh, this uh, humble podcast either. So yeah. not like I'm throwing myself out there trying to get any followers, but I'm getting there. Mostly yeah. Russian bots. Yeah, uh, mostly. To, to, to be honest. But I mean, whose isn't? <laughs> right. There's so many of them now. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, the one thing I do want to say here in our little opening segment is we're about to have a full year of the stupidest conversation, uh, where they're like, Hey, do you know what? Nobody's ever won three straight Super Bowls." And you'll point out like, oh well, God. the Packers have won three straight titles twice. They're like, but they <laughs> said Super Bowls." You're like, yeah, I mean, it's factually correct and disingenuous at the same time. It'd be like saying, you know, nobody's ever won any post-1960 four-time uh, World Series. Nobody's won four straight World Series post-1960. You're like, correct, but two teams have won four straight, both the Yankees, but it has happened. It has happened twice, and nobody does that. The NFL is the only league that actively yeah. pretends there has never been a, few, a past. There is no past. They are they are 1980 uh, toing us with the whole, like, there is no past. There is no future. There is only the now. <laughs> like, right, exactly. That can best be summed up by how Bears fans don't realize that Sid Luckman is the best quarterback that they've ever had because that's in the past. We've that already long, gotten past Tom Brady ago. being the GOAT. We're already done with Tom Brady being yeah, the GOAT. Done, yeah. Done. The swan songs, yeah, the honeymoon lasted six months. I that hope he it. enjoyed that because he's not yeah. anymore, and we've already no, agreed not. on that. Not at all, no. Yeah, so that's crazy. Fun. Crazy stat though on that. Did you see that Mahomes already has most more postseason wins than uh, <laughs> Peyton Manning does? Oh, yes. Or him and is it just him or is it him? He has, and, he has, he has well, a whole bunch of people, but he has fifteen, and Peyton Manning only has fourteen. Huh. All right. Because I guess, Mahomes, Mahomes has only lost one postseason game. Yeah, right? he's also been a three seed more frequently. Oh, sorry, he's lost two. He's lost one. Super Bowl and one AFC championship. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing is he's been a three seed more frequently. The number of times Peyton Manning only played two games, won one, lost one, mm-hmm. is, yeah. But at the same point, when they do I these mean, things like, hey, did you know that he's got more more wins than Bart Starr in the playoffs? You're like, well, yeah, they play four playoff games now. And yeah. Starr played two or one, yeah. depending on the year. So that's and, dumb. You know, it's a dumb stat. It's. He uh, star has a winning percentage in the postseason that I mean Mahomes isn't even at. No. But either way, so but you know what what really what really sets me up for success with dealing with this all this gibberish that's going to be coming from everybody yeah. for the next eleven months until we get to the next <laughs> Super Bowl eleven months in one in three weeks yeah. um, is is what Bears fans will talk about during the off season that'll that'll <laughs> numb me to any stupid stuff. Because it's already coming, you know. It's sure. like with two two picks in the top ten, it's. I mean, they're already declaring themselves Super Bowl champs. So it's been if, pretty in, fantastic. In Bears, Nation, in Bears Nation, Kansas City doesn't have a chance. No, they don't. 
They're done. Yeah. Game over. They're done. I mean, Fields or whoever their quarterback's going to be is going to take down uh, Nagy and uh, the Chiefs and everybody else, and they're going to be the best, and it's going to be great. This is going to be the other thing that, that we're going to give you just our, our public service announcement. The little PSA for everybody here is that we have reached the point of the season where you need to stop listening to Adam Schefter. Like 100%. Don't listen to a word he says. This is the time of year he pays back all of his sources for all the good stuff that he actually does usefully during the season. Now he's feeding fake narratives for the agents and the general managers who give him all the stuff during the year. He's paying it all back by saying things like, I've heard serious talks that the Bears will keep field and draft a quarterback. No, they won't. That's that's the dumbest thing ever. No GMs yeah. that stupid. Um, what was the other, what was the other yeah. stupid thing he said in the last week, too, where it's like, that's not right. It, their like, plans to try to make you know Fields' trade value go up, which won't work, but they really do try. And this is the time of the year he pays back all those favors. And everything he says is terrible. Cur- was it a Kirk Cousins thing? Probably. That he said, either way, do your sales a favor and just just listen to Ian Rappaport. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it, he has a Ian, lot of agents, he, too. He Ian, has to listen Ian's, to a lot of agents. You know who loves Ian more than anybody else? Ian. Ian. But either way, like... Doesn't make him wrong. Just, just, just go with Ian Rappaport. He's... He's not wrong usually, and usually. he's also and, and also too Schefter and in the NBA Woj and Sh- uh, Shams and uh, everywhere else, there's become this like war of who can break it first, mm-hmm. you know. And even Tom Pelissero, who I like, dot com Tom, um, <laughs> he uh, he made a, mis- a terrible mistake la- a week ago about just way off, and it was because he sent off a saved tweet that he didn't think that it's because it's it's just weird. This weird race of all these guys, a weird race between all of these breaking reporters to break it first, even if it's by just 10 seconds. And it's yeah. like, as a, as the morning show I listened to and a couple others have mentioned in the past, like, nobody's keeping track. You're not winning any medals. Like, the only thing you can actually do by breaking it first all the time and rushing to be the first one to break it is make a mistake and then you look like a giant um jerk there we go i i g-rated it there um but uh yeah, i was gonna use the, the other thing that the rear end thing but anyhow but yeah that's it i mean the only thing you do is make a mistake like the one thing ian does is like i, I mean ian breaks news once in a while but he's he's not part of this arms race of who can who can get it out there first and actually what it did all this whole thing actually kind of made todd mcshay fall apart you know, maybe part of part of Todd McShay's mental decline was this whole thing about being right all the time and having to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like Todd McShay was very good at one point, but like the stress, I mean, can you imagine the stress of having to be on 24 hours a day, seven days a week or hiring somebody to do it for you? Yeah. You no. know, Tom Palacero comes on the morning show I listen to uh, about four times a year. And he talks about like, you know, like when he comes on the show, he has to have someone monitor his Twitter account with his saved tweets about rumors he's hearing <laughs> so they can drop it while he's on the show because he can't while he's on the show, he can't do it. And also, like when he's on the air, he has to hire somebody who knows what's going on. Like, it, it's dumb. And Schefter, yeah. like, and and, and then too, like, then, then there's Schefter, like you said, who's going to pay back all the all the people, all of his, all, all the people that, you know, all of his, um, all his sources. Yeah. All his sources, you know, and, and Shefty's the worst. I mean, Shefty during the, the off season before Rogers last year, the Packers was bad, was unbelievably bad. Yeah, like yeah. just, just the stuff he was dropping. Don't listen to him off season, only in season is the only time he's worthwhile. Yeah. Off season. He's, he's only, it's not his thing. Don't listen to him. Not so, like that, but Adam Schefter also looks like the, the last person on earth I would ever want to hang out with. Ah. Because I'm a know-it-all, you're a know-it-all. That dude <laughs> would just, you couldn't even say a sentence without him correcting you. You know it. All right. Well, I can deal with that. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've got uh, our, our important stuff out of the way, the, the warnings and uh, what have yous, let's, let's roll right into the segment of our show that uh, we, we like to call 
our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so we're going to start with Bucks now because they're the most into their season. They're, they're the only one really playing a season professionally. The The Brewers will be reporting at some point soon, and we'll have to talk to Wendy, see if she's available now. Yeah. Um, no longer Wendy Hansen, but uh, we'll still. Yeah, it's like Wendy Stephalopagus or something like that, right? <laughs> very close. I think that's very close. Yeah. Um, but we, we got to get Wendy on to start talking Brewers at some point, and we'll see if we can get Megan on at some point, too. She does a good job with that. But mm-hmm. um, like getting excited for that. Uh, I did love the number of times after the Super Bowl I saw tweets that just said, it's now baseball season. And then, of course, I'm like, it is still actually still basketball season. And yeah, I mean, stuff, we so still like, have March Madness to get through, too. It's um, like, no, that was the the Brewers. Uh, I think the Brewers said it's now officially baseball season, like one minute after the end of the Super Bowl. But then again, Brewers social media is on top of it. They then again, there. also, people will turn off baseball to watch the NFL draft so, in right, April. Exactly. So that'll be going on as well, uh, even in Detroit. So, uh, But the box continue to actually worry me at this point like when it was week one uh, i think we all agreed like we're on board with this we had to talk you know with with pete about the whole thing and he got us got us all calmed down about doc rivers and all that uh and then he was here and then it was one and three and i was like you know and i think we were both just mostly like this, this is not so concerning it's early he's completely changed the defense he's uh brings in Beverly, you know, I was like, what Patrick Beverly, what's, what's going on here, man? That Well, I mean, and, I mean, let's talk about the things in the last week here between, you know, the West coast trip one and five, you know, going in, uh, back home against the Timberwolves end up one and five. If, if you count them as part of the West coast trip, no, um, no, but and, I mean, and not, still, yeah. and not only that, but like, uh, you got Robin Lopez reading a book courtside eating popcorn. I, mean, do you see that? I, missed that part i guess that was no that was uh i kind of sometimes i have to watch them later and i kind of skip over that was the chunks that aren't games that's they traded uh robin lopez to whomever for the greek guy oh yeah yeah. someone someone out west i i don't even remember but yeah so he officially wasn't on the team but was still in milwaukee with nowhere to go so he was sitting courtside reading a book uh right next to the scorers table and eating popcorn for most of the game so just just baller move. I love Robin Lopez, I but too. yeah, it was I, because his trade his trade was to free up a roster spot. You know, we get Pat Bev uh, for a campaign in a second. You know, it's it which Beverly. I like Beverly. Bring him in, but I mean, it's just been it's been a, a rough it's couple weeks here. Changing it to get more defense. That's for sure. Right. Uh, that I mean, that's why you bring in Beverly. Is you're, you're well, looking ahead. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and not only that, but Cam is completely expendable. Like campaign made no noticeable difference when he was here. He was, yeah. you know, a bat. You know, so let's let's get Bev in here, who is high energy. Um, he did some great things with the Timberwolves a couple of years ago uh, when he was there too. So I mean, it's just you bring him in here for defense. That's what they need. Um, he gives you the defense that Drew Holiday had without, you know the leadership or the even starting ability at this point, but that's it. And, um, and honestly, like minus the win against golden state on the West coast trip, um, the, the, the collapse with the jazz was bad. Uh, it was then, the win with the, over the Mavericks. Sorry. Win over the Mavericks. My bad. Yeah, win yeah. over the Mavericks. And then, uh, the jazz collapse was bad. Yes. You come back home and you, the two wins to get right are against a Bobcats team that didn't even show up. Oh, that was so bad. That, Hornets. That a, They're the Hornets that a, again. That, what did I say? Bobcats. You went back Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, the, <laughs> I sure did. The yeah. Charlotte Hornets come into town and they're uh, and they're, and they're terrible. You're uh, bad. I mean, that's a high school team. Uh, enough that Thanasis is making moves that work. They're the worst um, East Eastern Conference team that has at least double digit wins, because there are and, two that don't. And then the game <laughs> against the the uh nuggets last night um i was I, I was impressed with it a little bit because it looked good they they really gave Jokic uh holy hell like he couldn't he, they, the defense on him was unbelievable they got so up was, early too they, they were up they, big they were up by like 20 they got, early, they got up early and Giannis and uh um dame were both out early with mm-hmm. foul trouble 
Dave was having all sorts of problems with the, with the refs last night. And Chris's and it, uh, ankle and, is still uh, an issue. He hasn't played yeah. for a couple days now. And Crowder, Crowder wasn't Crowder wasn't looking good. But then Bobby showed up last night, which is good. I the, the yeah. Bobby slander was terrible. We don't want Bobby gone. We want Bobby to be Bobby. If he can be Bobby, we, that's what we need. Uh, Connington showed up, um, and then former Timberwolves guard number five, Beasley. Yeah, Beasley was looking good. He made he made one three pointer, falling off his back foot into the into the. He's been very good over the last several games. I mean, he's been nice over the season, but he's been. Gosh, was it was the Hornets game where I was watching? He, I think he hit like two of the first four shots or whatever. Right. And they're I mean, both threes. If, he, if Beasley can play, that'd be great. It's too bad his, his, his prime was wasted on a bad Timberwolves team. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's a reason why they're starting him, you know. So, mm-hmm. But they look good against a, 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 a Hornets team that is that might be able to be a, beat a high school team. And then the Nuggets gave up by halftime. Yeah, they got they, them buried they, quickly. They, they, they completely mailed it in. So that's your two big wins besides Dallas? Like, I don't know. And then tonight, just getting run out of the gym by the heat at home. At home. home. Oh, like, I get the West Coast trip was hard. Like, they, they go one and four. You know, yeah. the, like we said, terrible loss to the Trailblazers. Terrible happens, loss to the too. Jazz. Like, it, it happens. It happens when you're East Coast team right. that goes West. West, Co- West, team West Coast goes is hard. Also, all road games are hard. We've looked at the NBA. Nobody has great on the road not you know like this it is just hard but and i can understand losing to timberwolves even at home that that's a really good team they're playing great they're on top of the west uh, i mean they're they're projected to do very well this that team is very good they they play well everywhere for the most part um and then you do what you're supposed to do beat the hornets they did play a great game like i don't think that you can throw away the nuggets game so quickly like the reason the nuggets stopped kind of really pushing as much is because they were just beaten. They got well, beat they pun- badly they punched, early. They punched punch him in the face early. Uh-huh. Right, exactly. And it's a regular season game. Like, had it been a playoff game, you know, would the Nuggets have fought back and it would have been a different ending? Yes, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, they punch him in the face. And if you do that in the regular season, that happens. You know, it happened to the Bucks tonight. The Nassus was up halfway through the fourth quarter. So yeah. The Nassus get an eight second, like, didn't get over half court in time. It's like, yeah. what? What? Thanasis is the NBA equivalent to when the fat lady sings. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, for one of you. Yeah, for, for us or for it, you, it, it's one done. Of the, one of the teams, it, it's over. If he's on the court, that means it's done. Mm-hmm. The Heat game was never close. That, you're, you're right. Running out of the gym in this one. Um, I, I went directly to the, um, what was it, by like eight minutes, 44 seconds left in the first quarter, Miami was favored in terms of the, like, uh, projections, the percentage projections. They were f- over 50% likely to win and were never again less than that. They, they were favored from 844 in the first quarter on. For the entire fourth quarter, they were favored by 99%. Like 99 point something the entire fourth quarter. It was after It was more than 90% halfway through the third. And that game was just over. Um, it's ridiculous. The Bucks. the Bucks. Uh, put up 97 in this game, and it's just hard to even envision this. And I mean, 97 when you're getting 23 from Giannis. That's a quarter of your scoring right there. Uh, Lillard gets 16. Beasley gets 16. They get 16 from Bobby. And I mean, like once you hear those four numbers I just gave you, how do you imagine they don't hit 100? And you don't say like, oh, I bet Crowder's going to give us two as a starter, and Brooke gives us seven. Giannis was minus 23. His plus minus is minus 23 on the floor for the night. It's just everything about this game was wrong and bad. They're shooting 44%. They're giving up 51%. Just not a thing went right, and it it, it happened off the get-go, and they were just bad. I I mean, I don't know how else you put that. And it does concern me now because Miami's a team they should beat. It's a hundred percent a team they should be. Uh, whereas Miami, they're trying to find where they are right now. They're the seven seed right now, so they're they're going to be one of those teams that's going to have to play against a ten seed to see if they can stay in the playoffs. Kind of nonsense. Um, I, I just 
I am concerned at this point. I don't know what the level of concern I should be. We're going to get into the first round again, too. That's Uh the problem. Uh, At this point, we wouldn't because we would play the Pacers in the first round, which would be the worst possible outcome, I think. I'm I'm just saying you just watch. That's what's going to end up happening. We're going to end up with the Heat in the first round again. Either they'd have to get better or we'd have to get better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because right now the Bucs are the third seed. It's horrible. They are they are um, a game well, and a half might, back of Cleveland. They might they might be a four or five matchup at the way the Bucks are going right now. So yeah, they got they, they got uh, the game and a half on the Knicks, uh, but they're they're falling behind Cleveland at this point. They have the same number of wins, but the Bucks have played three more games, and which means of course they lost all three of those games they have in hand. They now have a losing record on the road. Uh, they're they're twenty three and seven at home still, but twelve and thirteen on the road. Uh, Boston seventeen and nine on the road. Cleveland seventeen and eight on the road. Uh, the Knicks have a winning record on the road. Philadelphia has a winning record on the road. I mean, they're both fairly close. Miami Heat fourteen and twelve on the road. Yeah, we're, we're they're not doing the things that you need to do to be good. It's essentially that we just came home on a home streak. Right, the Bucks just came home for four straight, and they went two and two. They kind of like you split the home series. If you do that in playoffs, you lose every round. Mm-hmm. Just you can't. The, the whichever team splits their home games is the team that loses in six. So something's got to give. I, I might have to talk to a friend of the show, Pete, get him on here for an emergency podcast next week too, because we'll see how the next couple games go against. Um, uh, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves and the Sixers. And the Sixers. Who don't have Embiid right now, but still. But either way. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's there's a lot to break down here. And honestly, I haven't seen a lot of it because of various things. But been watching enough of it. It's, you know, the Nuggets game. Nuggets game, every, everyone, everything was looking good. Like, looks like oh good they're finally getting out of this and then um full disclosure my my daughter's wrestling uh practice goes from 7 15 to 8 30 at night on tuesdays and thursdays which is <laughs> not not good for watching basketball but uh i was keeping it up as best i could um on my phone and uh i uh it, it wasn't good it no. didn't look good at all in the meantime i mean giannis is out here putting down 33 points and 15 rebounds a game like the dude we're wasting his prime like it's this isn't good and like i don't know i it makes you wonder sometimes like we're yeah we're shaking up we're moving moving shaking shaking moving 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 shaking shaking trades here new coach whatever you know like whatever and bring it in um i'm not sure like if trading for doc rivers stupid face is better than Bud's resting face, but or Adrian Griffin's um, lost face. But like, all I know is that Adrian Griffin the team wasn't this bad when he was coach. And yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure. And like, just talking to casual fans, casual Bucks fans, you know, all the people I know, it's like, I, I'm not, I don't know, like. And, and at points tonight, you know, I got home like mid third quarter and Doc is just standing there looking like a presidential candidate at the podium right now. Lost and confused. Sorry, <laughs> did I bring politics into this? My bad. But anyways. But nobody so, knows but, which side you're on no, at this he, point. He, yeah, nobody, that's, <laughs> that's how I phrase it the way I was. Um, but yeah, no, like he's just like, like lost and staring now like even the other night like when dame was getting some early flack from the refs and got teed up early for barking like doc was in it at the end of the game tonight doc was just staring with that i can't believe this is happening face that is yeah. not the face you want in a leader <laughs> no watch it's, band of brothers it's that's uh, foxville yeah. norman right there he's, he's you, peacock, want, huh? you want spears spears get over here get us out of foy <laughs> You know, it's like, that's what you want. You don't want, uh, uh, I don't, uh, uh, it, and, and the sad thing is, it's like, even through the reassurance of a friend of the show, Pete, of this will be better. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not this, at this that, point. That, that's, that's, that's Clippers and end of 
and end of Celtics run, Doc Rivers face. So, yeah, we are right now on the point of in that trade, the team that won was the Celtics. <laughs> you know, because they got exactly the one thing they wanted, and now they have the best point differential in the East. Um, are they the best overall? Yeah, best point Probably. differential in basketball. Uh, Forty-two yeah. and twelve, best record in basketball. They are now six games clear of the Cavaliers, who are the second best team in the East. <laughs> that, that's what that's what's nuts about Drew Holiday too is that he went to the Celtics, and they don't need him to score. They just need him to do the things that he needed that he does well. Mm-hmm. We needed him to do other things. Yeah, yeah. We're at a point right now for the Bucks, just so we're all aware of the context here. They've played 55, which means that they have 27 left. All right, there's 27 games left. This is not the point in the year where you necessarily want to be relearning everything and building from scratch, but that's where the Bucks are. They are becoming a completely different team than who they were three weeks ago, which was a team that was second in the East, and they said this isn't good enough. And this is the reminder that sometimes you go all in and you are you know, the Los Angeles Rams with Stafford, which, of course, then a year later was terrible. But sometimes you go all in and you are last year's Minnesota Vikings. And that means nothing. You know, like you just lose in the first round. You know, have a great year. I hope you had fun. Maybe do some cool dances of a white guy in gold chains. Um, And then just all go home and go to Cancun. So all in doesn't always mean everything. Doesn't always work. It usually does not work. But we pretend. Cancun is fun. We had a good time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some guy from Texas. We were in a bar uh, on the way back from Chichen Itza, and he did the – we were doing – Aaron and I were talking about Babel before the podcast. We had a guy there. He was like, hey, two das ekis. I'm like, gosh, you are you are why people hate us. <laughs> like, dos, you are das ekis. I'm like, oh. Das ekis. <laughs> you may as well just say, give me two beers. Give me well, the I mean, two I guess, X's. I guess, yeah, I would. I actually, I'd rather have him than the person that tries to pretend that they know the language. I don't know. I'd rather have him say two dos X's than someone who's like. Uh, uh, That's not even dos, how you would say it in America. Dos dos equis por favor, and it's like I'd well, rather that'd have be the far worse. It's just blatantly doesn't know the language, and it's just trying to get a point. There's always every time you travel to a foreign country, I find a Texan in a cowboy hat saying something just insane. We were going through Bath in England, and we had some guy in a cowboy hat on a cell phone walking down the street in Bath. And he's like, yeah, I'm in Bath. I'm like, that's not even how normal Americans would say it. Why are you doing this to us? Because everyone knows where you're from. Because you have a cowboy hat on in England. Right. <laughs> Buy some Roman ruins here. Uh, just get off yourself. Why are the buildings all so old here? They're all made out of stone. You need some stick-built houses. Why are you so loud? Yeah, why are you so loud? Everybody be quiet. I need to talk to my wife. Well, what's going on here? Yeah. Where do I get to get steak around here? Why are you screaming into your cell phone, sir? Yeah, sorry. Sorry about stereotyping there, and you could probably... No, you nailed it. That guy... I thought that guy snuck out of a cartoon. voting for with my earlier Ah, but I mean that guy. I, f- I felt like he walked out of a cartoon. But yes. all right, so we're hey, both very so- concerned on this 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 Bucks team right now as it is, and we need to see something happen in the next two weeks because the playoffs are coming fast. They're coming fast. What are your, your thoughts, Aaron? You had something I interrupted you. There oh, I was, I was just gonna say the AJ Green kid. I'm a little torn on him. He's. I mean, he had that 27-point performance against uh, the Timberwolves on seven for eight from three, which, I mean, that's all of the scoring, basically. Yeah. You know, so that's 21 out of 27 points. Even though when he scored 27 points, he was minus seven because he's a backup. But then, like, the very next game, zero points. Right? Hold on. Yeah, I don't think he was anything. Yeah, he's not... Uh, sorry, three points on one of nine from three. <laughs> so, you know, go from seven for eight to one of nine. And then uh, against Denver, I, I don't have the uh, NBA uh, basketball reference.com doesn't have tonight's game up yet in front of me right here. But like, so Denver, he was um, three of five 
for nine points. So, I mean, he's great white hype, you know, like good outside shooter. Um, it's good to see that, that Doc's actually playing some of the younger guys a little bit now. So Green, Green tonight had four points on one of seven shooting. Made a free so, throw and a three-pointer. Yeah. So, yeah. Played I, 15 I'm minutes. I mean, it's good to see them included, but it's I don't know. Also, don't know. Ram. This, team, this team, this team looks like this team looks lost right now. Like, yeah, it's 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 John, and now and John is starting to revert back to some old bad habits. Besides missing free throws, like just <laughs> I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop my head and just charge the lane, even though there's four people in here, and you know, I but I mean, and that's intermixed with him being older too, and like actually like passing the ball around a little bit. And if this team, and this is a problem back from when um, Drew was on the team too. This team misses more layups than any other team in the NBA. And it's not even close. I I don't know if there's a stat for that, but my God shots made from within five feet of the bucket. It's, it's unreal. I I was right towards the end of the game tonight. Um, uh, I don't even, I can't, can't remember Anderson, right. Um, made a steal and got down the court and was right underneath there and went up to do right up around the, you know, faked guy jumped and went up around and just completely, uh, bounced it off the backboard and missed the rim entirely. And it's like, and, and I've never seen so many shots rattle out of the rim with this team and just like, they don't, they, 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 I don't know if this bad luck or just. A, a talent thing, but like, my God, they don't make shots within five feet of the hoop. The only one who does is Giannis. So even, yeah. even Brooks had problems with it this year. So yeah. it's been know. a rough run. So, so uh, Pete, if Pete at the office tomorrow, if you want to straighten me out on some of the things I said, just go right ahead. It's fine. Whatever. I'll, I'll right. apologize next week. Sounds good. All right. So one team that is not having a rough time right now, the Marquette golden Eagles, uh, back to their winning ways. They've been doing great. I mean, since that loss to Butler, they had the back-to-back at Seton Hall. Road loss. Road loss has happened, especially college. It's it's incredibly difficult. Then they lost at home to Butler. All right, that's a while back now. So what happened this week? I mean, we talked about a little bit the Georgetown win last week, which I don't care. Georgetown's terrible. They're terrible. Beating Georgetown does not mean anything at this point. Uh, but you've got to do it. And they did so convincingly. Uh, then they beat St. John's at home. That's a nice win. Uh, as we've just got, um, oh, I can see his face. Uh, kicked out of Louisville and everything. Uh, Patino, uh, all mad about oh. how some teams are really putting money into the portal. And it's just not fair with the NILs, and they should all have limits. I'm like, yeah, neat. Okay. Um, fun. You're in New York, right? Like, come on, man. Uh so whatever is his issue. They should be able to get more NIL money than, than God. Patino, Patino can't cry. His dad, his dad uh, is this the kid or the dad? This is, is the, the dad. Kid, right? He's finally been allowed back into the NBA oh, or the yeah, NCAA. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, how much, how much did your players get paid under the, <laughs> shut up. And in what, in what sort of currency? Now, now other teams, now other teams can play the pay, pay the players. This isn't right. I mean, I, I need to be the only one. Me and Calipari, we got this thing down. Yeah. Uh, not only did he pay players, there were some other incentives, as we all know. Uh, but then the good thing, the one I like most, though, is that they get Butler in Butler, you know, in Indiana. They play them on the road, and they beat Butler 78-72. That's a bigger win. I mean, that one I'm going to give them a lot of credit. They get a good win there against Butler going on the road. Uh, hard-fought game, they get ahead just before halftime and then just kind of maintained their margin throughout. They did a good job. We start seeing, you know, again, Kolick taking over. He has been more the story this year than I thought he would be. Towards the end of last year, he really started taking off. But uh, Igodaro has kind of slid backwards to that that second or third option in this offense. And I said early on, I really like when uh, they treat him like Jokic and they give him the ball at the free throw line, let him face up. And then he can do a lot of things from there, either dribble drive, they can open the lane, he can start up passing, they can run other screens off ball. But they've been really, I mean, Kolik has taken over. I mean, he takes, I mean, 
Cam Jones and Iguodaro take 20 shots between the two of them. Kolek takes 21. Uh, Kolek ends up with 27 points in this game, uh, along with five assists. And, uh, yeah, he is playing fantastically. He gets seven rebounds in this game. It, he, he's an amazing guy in, the, in this offense, and he has really grown into his role, and it's been good to see. They do also manage to get some points from uh, Ben Gold in this game. He gets nine points in here. Uh, Iguodaro does get 17, so he he got his points in this one. He he was there as the second-leading scorer and gets 10 rebounds. Uh, very good win. Very good win going into, into Butler and getting that win uh, at uh, Hinkle Fieldhouse. But uh, I think everybody knows the next thing is that number one UConn in Connecticut coming up here on uh, the 17th. So that's going to be the game to watch this weekend. Uh, and I don't know. I don't think uh, a road game against number one, UConn's looks so good this year. I think it's going to be a really tough game for the guards. Uh, I think Iguodaro is going to have his have to have a massive role in this game. And uh, we'll just have to see how they play that out. But if Marquette wins this one, my goodness, that's going to be great. And, and they're, what, they're five now again? So this is two top five teams. Uh, playing a game like that, this is going to be a very important I, I game. Marquette's number four. They f- up to four? I'd have to double-check what the, the actual standings are right now. They, they've been moving up, and they should. They continue to win. I mean, they haven't played a ranked team in a while, since they beat Creighton way back in wow, a while ago. Um, they've split with Seton Hall since they last played a ranked team. Uh, Villanova was not ranked. It's not a lot of ranked teams in the Big East right now. But UConn's one of them, and then they'll get a couple games here. That's the other thing I think makes this Butler win so impressive is they didn't look ahead, right? Like initially, when when the 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 Badgers lost uh, the terrible game right before they played Purdue, right? They they lost to Nebraska, and you said some of that is looking ahead, and some of that is that Nebraska is a well coached team with guys who can play, and you lost a road game, but you had number one Purdue coming in the next week, you know, in the next two days. And uh, they played Purdue very, very well. But Marquette did not overlook Butler, maybe partially because they did lose to Butler earlier in the year. But it's a, it's a senior-type team, and they did a great job. And they're also well-coached, better coached than the Badgers are. We have to say that. I mean, I don't know if you disagree with that. but And I, I'm not a fire guard guy. Not no. right Not right now. There will be no. a day because at some point he will get fired, right? I, I think I, we just I, talked in the last segment about uh, I'm, I'm questioning whether or not the Bucks should have fired the last coach. Like, no. Like, yeah. let, let's work through it. Like, guard's fine. Like, it's just fine. It's, and it's one of those things, too. It's, you know, it's just like the Packers season and a couple other things that have happened recently here in Wisconsin sports. It's like, let's, let's stop and think about back in August where we thought these teams would be. Yeah. And I, I think it was end of the world scenarios for most people with Badger men's basketball. And they're doing great. They they had wow. they stumbled a little bit, you know, but they're doing fine. Like as far as like what like if you would have told me in August that Wisconsin men's basketball would be in the in the twenties right now. Now I if you say they were gonna finish the season with twenty wins. Right. Like, wow. Or have All a right. chance have a chance at the tournament even. Like you'd be like, eh, okay, whatever. No, it, it, they've had a good season. It's just, you know, and, and Nebraska surprised a couple of teams now, too. They surprised Purdue. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's yeah, they're not they, a bad team. They're... they're yeah, no, the, the parity in Division One men's basketball is becoming more and more apparent every year. I was talking about this earlier today, too. It's like, because now with G League being... If, you, if you're a good player, you can just go to G League. I don't know. Like, it, it's just... And, and especially with the international market with players coming in, D1 basketball is really flattened out. Like, there's not a lot between the top teams and about, you know, number 20. You know, unless you got a team that somehow gets a couple. I mean, it's, it's so hard. I mean, and NIL money helps, but, like, what what where is the incentive for really good players to play college basketball yeah, you kind of have to find guys who need a year or two of development and then mm-hmm. do that. I think, quite honestly, most college sports should do 
very much what the hockey aspect is, which is hockey. Let them draft the guy. Like so many guys on on uh, NCAA hockey teams are drafted already, but their team says, "Why don't you just stay there with you know, with your coach?" And we like your coach. You should stay there, learn some things, get some playing time, be the you know get to be the best guy on your team, and uh, then we'll let you know when we're ready for you. Cole Caulfield went from that to being the best player, you know, Hobie Baker Award winner, to then being a guy who was leading scorer that suddenly made a playoff run for the Canadiens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like he went from college to immediately going to a team that was in the midst of a playoff hunt. And then played in the Stanley Cup Finals and stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's fantastic for him. And I think that that's but, how, but, how much but better would the NBA be if you essentially just said, "You're you're ours already." All yeah, right. But college, but college football and college basketball makes way more money than college hockey. Yeah. So and now that there's a juniors program too, that also sucks money away from that as well. I mean, I but then let them pay that money. though. Let there's them pay money. these guys. There's lots of money in hockey, but I. Let them but, pay these college basketball players. Say, like, I love what you're doing. Stay at Kansas for uh, your sophomore year, and we'll pay you. But no, stay at Kansas. It would be so much better for basketball. 100% it will be better yeah. for basketball. It won't be better for owners and, you know. If the game's teams. better, it would. I don't know. I, I, that doesn't seem to be a high priority anymore. <laughs> That's true, I suppose. It's not necessarily I mean, a better product, just more people watching it and selling yeah, it more. No, no. At this point, football and basketball are really turning into a quantity over quality. That's true. So, all right. Uh, so we do have that Marquette looking fantastic. They are number four in both polls. Wisconsin falling all the way to twenty in uh, the AP and twenty-one in the coaches. Um, I like that Indiana State is now ranked again. That's fantastic to see. The Sycamores? Yeah. Yeah, For the first time since Larry Bird played there. Yeah. Uh, Badgers, very Bucks-like. We're, we're back on the downswing here. Badgers lose two more. These are inexplicable with losses. I mean, just quite honestly, the loss to Michigan is so massively unforgivable. I don't care that it's a road loss. That Michigan team is terrible. The idea that they lost that Michigan team after the Purdue loss and then to Rutgers again after that, those are just feeling sorry for yourself losses because so, you... so now we're, so now we're back to fire guard right i'm not there yet but those those guys definitely would just they were hanging their heads not, for a while let, let guard work this thing out yeah we're not bad we're not all the way to fire him i mean the season's gonna play out we've gotten a lot out of this team this year um i did get some text from from a good friend of mine who's like i can't wait for tyler wall to graduate finally um mm-hmm. He did not progress past a certain point, and uh, he is who he is at this point. But, you know, five years of free college, hopefully he did something with that. We'll find out, I guess. But uh, Badgers finally bounce back, get a home win against Ohio State. Um, that's, you know, that gives them the season sweep on Ohio State because they beat them in Columbus earlier this year. But uh, getting a, a 62-54 win really locking it down towards the end, holding Ohio State, who, by the way, is not that good, but holding them to 54 points still means something. Ohio State the you know, is the thank you for Michigan team. It's, it's like so funny. It's like different than football because Michigan's the worst. Ohio State's the second worst. That's how the Big Ten works in basketball, uh, at least this year. Wisconsin gets a chance to go against uh, a rival in Iowa. they got to go to Iowa City. And uh, they did beat Iowa earlier this year. Uh, then they'll come home for Maryland. Uh, this is a big one against Iowa. These ones always worry me. Iowa's kind of that same kind of team as Wisconsin. Uh, they always seem to find some way to have some kid who shoots a ton of threes and keeps them in a game or gets them through a win here. That you know, Especially in their own arena, it's going to be hard to, to do that. But uh, that it, it starts getting to the point that they have to win all these games because they still have – They'll have Iowa, Maryland, Indiana, uh, two of those on the road. Then they'll have to play number 14, Illinois. Then they'll get Rutgers at home. Then they got to go play in West Lafayette. All right, that one's no. Uh, I don't know how much more up they can get for a game, but that's not great. they got to win several of these. I think at this point they'd really have to flame out to not make the tournament, but yeah, they got to win several of these games. They got to beat. They got to win two of the next three, and then beat Rutgers. 
If they get that, they'll be at 20 wins before they play Purdue, and uh, they're easily in. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's it's rough. And the, the weirdest part is, like, even with this massive fall where they lose four straight, including two just unimaginable losses. I mean, yeah, they lost to Nebraska, who is uh, sixth in the Big Ten. Uh, losing to Rutgers is bad. Losing to Michigan is unforgivable. But Wisconsin is still third in the Big Ten right now behind Purdue and Illinois. So, you know, it, it's not terrible. They're going to be a high seat in the um, – in the uh, Big Ten tournament, and I think that that's going to be that'll make it interesting to watch. But you can't play like this against uh, if they end up in one of those ones. Like I forget how Big Ten tournament goes because like there'll be like the bottom four teams will play, top three or four teams don't have no, to play no, till Thursday one, or whatever gets, it is. Number one gets four buys into the championship. Yeah, stuff like something. That. It's a lot. I think it's, it's like the top four teams get buys to like Thursday, and somebody else is going to have to start games on Tuesday. So. They'll yeah, play they get, two straight days before they play you. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and they get, they get automatically enlisted to a timeshare program in Cancun. It's weird. They're in the National Guard. They might have yeah, to serve yeah, over the they, weekend. Yeah, yep, yep. They have Who to knows? One week in a month, two weeks here, the next six years, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Plus a lot more. But either way. <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes no sense, but it makes sense. Sure. Sure. So we'll have to see how they, they pull us out, whether or not those were just kind of – losses that were hangovers from the rough loss to Purdue that they kind of could have won. Uh, they were, they were ahead till kind of late. Uh, or if it was just, they've, they've just been fooling a lot of people for a while, but I guess we'll see. Um, we noted the, the Badgers have played a ranked team more recently than, uh, Michigan or than uh, Marquette has. They did lose to them, but you know, <laughs> it's something, before that, though, they do go a long ways back until they have that loss to Arizona and the win over Virginia, but those, and then the loss to Tennessee. So they've played a couple of ranked teams, but they've lost three out of four of those. Ugh, not the best. Hey, uh, have you ever been to Hinkle? Uh, no, I've not. You haven't? No. Well, that, that's why I was being a little silent there. We should get on Bet Ticks because they have Butler games on Bet Ticks. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did see those on there. I was like, I'm not driving all that way for this, though. Well, you could stop at Unless my house it's Marquette. on the way down, and it's only about five five hours down. So and I suppose from from Janesville, yeah. I mean, right. you're you're a stadium junkie, man. So like more more football, but yeah, I'd go if they're yeah, I mean, free. Hinkle, Hinkle Fieldhouse, man, that's that's a spot. You know, you can't can't not uh, go to Hinkle Fieldhouse. I mean, between between Hoosiers and the all the history. I mean, it's it's it's. It's it's a it's a national historic lands landmark. Huh? So, well, we should do it someday then. We'll get free yeah. tickets and we'll go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, right. next next time Marquette's going to be going down there, maybe we should uh, look at that. Yeah, too, maybe we'll so. take a look ahead at that. We'll see how it goes. All right. Right. Well, with that, we're going to take a look ahead at uh, a lot of the other sports that don't get as much coverage here, and we kind of round all of that part up into a segment that we lovingly call our last call. All right, out of deference to my dear friend Aaron, we're going to start with wrestling. 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 Wrestling, because we have a win for the Badgers again. Uh, getting a little bit of a roll going again this time. They get a 20-18 to 18 win uh, against Illinois. They're, they're in Wisconsin for this one. Uh, starting off big with number four, Eric Barnett, our, our boy. We love him. Uh, he gets the win at well, 125. I mean, he's, he's got the same moniker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our surnames align. He I mean, leads if, the NCAA in last name. If his last name was Flodham. I would also love him, Aaron, just just yeah. for you. You've got about a about a three and three and seven billion chance of having Flodham's <laughs> last name, by the way. Just so you know. Anyhow. I, all right. That's that that's something, right? Uh, the rest of them are Olsons, so it's okay. It's not like our bloodlines are dead or anything like that. My family decided to be weird. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Um, so what we got there is, uh, he gets the win major decision, eight, nothing, uh, over unranked Justin Cardani. Uh, then we also get wins at number at uh, 49 when number 22, Joseph Zargo gets the win by major decision, 19, six, uh, fifth ranked Dean Hamidi at 165 gets the fall at two minutes, 48 seconds over 33rd ranked Chris Moore. Uh, and then uh, 16th ranked Shane 
Legal gets the win at 184. So Wisconsin gets the uh, 20 to 18 win uh, when they get the the heavyweights. They go in down 17 to 18. Uh, Gannon Rosenfeld gets the win 12 to six uh, over. Ooh, let's get this one. Peter Marianopoulos, uh, and that gets them the 20 to 18 win. There were 2,139 people in attendance at this. So that's fantastic. That's a nice win. Uh, rough one coming up next week. They will be in Minneapolis against uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Very good wrestling program. Uh, it doesn't get any easier because then they have to go to Iowa and then they'll go to Northern Iowa before they get to the Big Ten Championships. Those are three rough matches all in a row, uh, all on the road uh, as they start lining up for uh, what's coming up at the end of the year here. Uh, in wrestling for WIAC, there was one duel, and that was Eau Claire winning 33-8 over Stevens Point. We will see all these teams then going in on the 17th for the WIAC championships. Those will be held in Platteville. Uh as I said, we've said before, UW Lacrosse, third ranked. I think Eau Claire still ranked eighth. Uh, those will be the two main teams that will be looking to to pull out of this one and get a conference championship before going on to nationals. Uh, that should go on uh, February 17th. Uh, national championships will be held March 1st. Those will actually be held uh, the regionals. Sorry, it's the, the national regionals, upper Midwest regionals. Those will be held in Stevens Point. Uh, so that could be kind of fun to see, too. Uh, moving on to men's hockey, uh, the Badgers getting themselves a sweep this weekend. They were playing in Madison. They already swept Notre Dame uh, in South Bend earlier this year. So this week they came out, they win 4-2, to and then they win 3-2. to uh, Badgers get a very exciting home sweep, season sweep, of Notre Dame. Now, what that means overall is the Badgers are still second in the Big Ten, right behind Michigan State. Michigan State has played two uh, complete games more. So they've played 20. Badgers played 18. They are five points apart. Uh, Notre Dame is fourth in the Big Ten, uh, and Minnesota is third. So right now, Badgers still hanging tight in that area. They are also still hanging into the number four spot overall. Uh, Denver moved from six to five as Michigan State also climbs up from nine to six. So Wisconsin, Michigan State reversed here as Wisconsin on top in the national polls with Minnesota on top, or pardon, Michigan State on top in the uh, Big Ten polls. Uh, Minnesota hanging down at number eight. Uh, Big Ten representing pretty well. Michigan at 14. And that rounds out where the Big Ten is here. We've got Notre Dame and Penn State. And also just uh, receiving votes, at least. So they're somewhere in the conversation. Uh, women's hockey had one of the most ridiculous weekends of hockey uh, we've ever seen. They sweep Bemidji. The score on the weekend was 17 to nothing. All right, so it was a 10 nothing win followed by a 7 nothing win. Uh, they played in Bemidji, which is a WCHA conference matchup, uh, and just absolutely annihilated the Bemidji State Beavers. They will welcome the Minnesota Golden Gophers to Laban Arena this next weekend here on the 16th and 17th, Friday, Saturday of this weekend for a WCHA uh, game. And then they will round out their season by welcoming the number one ranked Ohio State Buckeyes to Laban to finish the season. That could be one versus two. Or at least that's where they stand right now. So that'll be an exciting time. And, uh, We'll see how that goes. That could be a good chance for the Badgers to set themselves up uh, for another big one here and uh, another great run at a playoff here. Uh, WCHA championships will start March 1st. Looks like they'll, they'll be played in Le Bon Arena this year uh, as the Badgers will be hosting that. Beyond that, uh, men's hockey WCHA. I'll try to pull up some of these scores here for you. <laughs> Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. Flipping around uh, the way we address this, women's hockey, biggest game that we had this weekend. River Falls uh, at home gets Eau Claire. They go to overtime where River Falls gets a 4-3 to win 
Uh, that keeps them undefeated on the season. Uh, Superior beats Stevens Point 1-0. Uh, Eau Claire then beats Northland 4-0. Uh, Eau Claire bounced right back, beat Northland 7-1. And Superior gets a 3-2 win over Stevens Point in overtime. So as things sit right now, River Falls 24-0. and uh, just the, again wow. receiving every single first place vote, um, just not not giving an inch. They played number six Eau Claire. Eau Claire doesn't fall for going to overtime with the undefeated number one team in the country. So, just fantastic times there for for Wisconsin hockey for women's uh, especially. Uh, in terms of the men, since we were last here, uh, we had a Thursday game where River Falls beats Northland two nothing. Uh, Friday, we saw Eau Claire uh, losing in Menominee to Stout, and then Stevens Point also beating Superior 2-1. to one. Uh, Stevens Point bounced back again the next night to get the sweep, beating Superior 4-2. to two. Eau Claire gets the sweep of Stout. Or, I'm sorry, Eau Claire bounces back, gets the rubber, or gets the um, the split with Stout, getting a 3-1 to one win. And River Falls sweeps Northland, getting that 4-1 to one win in Ashland uh, to give them both of those. Right now, in terms of the men's poll, uh, the highest Wisconsin team is still UW-Stevens Point. They move up from 8th to 7th with their wins over Superior. Because if you can beat a Superior team, you should move up. Right? Isn't that what they say? Uh, St. Norbert jumps up from 12th to 10th. Yes, that is what they say, Joe. Yeah, you beat a Superior team. you got to move up the polls. And they are the Superior team. Uh, St. Norbert, they move up to number 10. So there are two top 10 teams in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, UW-Eau Claire is receiving votes ostensibly in 16th overall. They only go down to 15 in the poll, but uh, receiving 19 vote or 19 points in their votes, uh, they are at least in in that realm. Not likely to make the playoffs if they can't uh, find a way to get themselves one of those automatic bids, but uh, we'll see how that all goes as the season starts wrapping up very soon. Uh, the only things left this weekend for women's hockey is River Falls will play Eau Claire again in Eau Claire, so that'll be one to watch. Superior plays uh, two against Northland. In men's hockey, uh, we will just see this weekend uh, River Falls will be playing Superior, and Northland and Stout will have a series. Everything else is is pretty much wrapped up at this point, so we're we're going to start seeing the playoffs coming soon. Uh, starting with all those conference championship playoffs. Um, I don't know. That's about all that I've got right now. We're going to start at some point talking about where uh, Badgers and, I guess, lacrosse and WIAC track and field are going. The indoor season has been in full swing. Uh, things are obviously moving along there, but we'll get more involved in that as we get deeper into the abyss, I think, and as we get more uh, closer towards those national championship times that we're, we're looking for for those schools. Uh, but other than that, uh, Aaron, do you have anything else to add here? Do you find any interesting tidbits while I was talking? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, except for the fact that you know uh, Hinkle Fieldhouse was used as a barracks during World War II and everything else like that. Yeah, interesting, interesting, this is interesting. We we, we got to get down there. I think so. I'm with you. Again, Let's do it. I, I think we we'll get down there for a Marquette game or something like that. Yeah, you come down here, stay the night. It's so we can pick a so. fight or something. It's it's about five hours from here, so we can get that done. So. <laughs> all right you bring you bring uh jake i'll we'll bring, i'll bring andrew and we'll get it done so we show up just like in some other school's gear just some third school oh hell yeah just like Kentucky. oh sycamores we gotta go sycamores <laughs> yeah, indiana state i don't know if i want to buy an indiana state shirt but it'll be okay yeah. all right everybody thank you again for joining us for another uh, you know week i guess of wisconsin sports it's uh it's been very good for hockey we'll go that far yeah. Uh, and good for Marquette. Uh, but uh, we love having you with us every week. It's uh, especially wonderful to have you follow us through all these times, especially when we don't have Packer stuff to talk about. Our, our viewership does go down a little bit once the season ends there. But uh, we love doing this all year round. I love being here with my my friend Aaron and talking sports and, uh, and bringing all this to you and hearing all the feedback. So thanks again, whether you are in Wisconsin, across the United States, or around the world. We appreciate you every week. Uh, remember to go follow us everywhere on all the different social medias we gave you at the top of the show. And remember that whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always 
on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.